Dio, we're here, ball hard playoff edition, and our teams didn't make it to the playoffs, man. How are you feeling? I'm still feeling pretty good about the season. I've had a little bit of time to to relax now because when suck up missed that field goal for the Kansas City Chiefs, man, my heart sunk. I thought the Steelers were doing it, man. I was ready to celebrate. I was ready to pop a bottle. But, man. So I'm finishing off the season on a good note. Our team 8-8. Eight eight, but I know you, you're not so good about things. No, I hated how the season ended, man. I was at the game in Detroit in uh, watching the one that the Giants came yeah. to town. Yeah. And we're there. It's a Sunday afternoon game. And all they got to do is just win the game. Yeah. They were nine and a half. 10-point favorites in that game mm -hmm. and just sucked the life out of the crowd, man. We were ready to party. Yeah. We were at the Greek Town. We were at the Athenium. We were ready. And all of a sudden, the game goes to overtime, yeah. and you just knew. You just knew something bad is going to happen. And uh, it, was, it was awful. It was awful to watch the, the crumble at the end of the season. Jim Schwartz is gone, and let's see if this unproven ownership can finally pick a winner at head coach with all this talent. Tony Dungy is BSing, saying he's going to take the job if he wanted a job. What the hell does that mean? Tony. Yeah. So. You know what, man? Too many turnovers and too much undisciplined play. Yep. And that team even admits it. You know, Reggie Bush comes out and calls the leadership into question. I think they just need to change that culture. I think Schwartz was the right coach when they were going 0-16. You know, he came in there, rallied those guys up. But I don't think he's the guy to take it to the next level, man. He's not respected. Players yeah, are going to do exactly. what the hell they're going to do and know yeah. they're not going to get in shit. Yeah. So they're like, all right, I don't got to be disciplined. Let's just play. Let's just mess around. Let's screw around. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't think he commands that respect. And that's who the Lions got to bring so, in. Yeah, that's why I think it's good he got fired. Because yeah. I think if uh, even if they went 8-8, eight and eight, I was worried, man. I, I didn't think he was going to get fired. I know. You know, it wasn't like a big buzz was coming out that he was gone for sure by the way they do things over there. So I think they got to bring in Larry Brown. <laughs> yeah. Get, get him riled up for one season. Larry Brown's good for one season. Who cares if he doesn't know football? Put him in and get a good two good coordinators. And just do it up, man. They they need leadership is what they need. It's a, still a young, youngish team. Yeah. And it's young guys on the team, young attitudes. And they need a respected coach. You know who I think should get the job, man? Who? Jay Gruden. Jay Gruden? Jay Gruden, man. Offensive mind. He, he's been working with Andy Dalton. He's maximized his talents. And he had a, an explosive playmaker in A.J. Green, so he knows how to get the ball downfield. I think he could hone Stafford in. He's got a great offensive system. You know, I think he could be a good uh, player. You think he in. can hone Stafford in? He's got Andy Dalton on his track record, and Andy Dalton threw up four picks last weekend in a must-win. Hey, they're still in the playoffs. It's crazy how they won that game last week in blowout fashion yeah. with four picks. Mm -hmm. That's happened a lot this year where... Teams that are losing the turnover battle are yeah. still winning the game. Yeah, because a lot of teams will have multiple turnovers, both teams. So. Yeah. But that, that's really what changes the whole game. It can change your whole season. And we saw that happen on it. A few games, like for the Steelers looking back, there's a few times where if 
they got a break at the end of the game, they'd be in the playoffs. But you could say that about any team, and that's what makes it really close. Yeah, that's all it is, man. Well, now we're into wild card weekend, and it's crazy. So you got, who is it, Carolina gets a first-round bye? Yeah. Carolina? That's pretty good. So now you got New Orleans fighting for their lives on the road. Mm-hmm. The less than ideal situation. Well, let's uh, let's uh, talk about our little pick segment. Yeah. Which in last week we posted our picks on Facebook. That's right. And uh, we went in even, and you won by one game. So came all the way down to the line. Looks like we're going to the keg, or we can uh, extend this bet into the playoffs and make it. For something more. So kind of like a double or nothing situation. Kind of like a then. double or nothing situation, yep. Let's, let's, Raul. All right. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's go to the first game. I know I already have my picks here. And uh, yeah. who are you taking? KC at Indy, 4.35 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. The Chiefs at the Colts. What do you think? I'm liking KC in this game. Yep. I just like the stability and Alex Smith, a quarterback. I think they're rested up, but still are ready to come in there and do it up. They've had some injuries, so they really needed the rest. Yeah, Indy had a good stretch midway through the year, but they just relied too much on trying to come back. Yeah. And if KC doesn't make mistakes, then it's going to be tough for them to come back. You know what? I'm all over KC in this matchup. Okay, yeah. Um I understand Indy blew him out last time, but there's nothing really to play for for Casey. Um, I don't know. I think Casey is coming in on all cylinders. They came out last week hard, even though they had in all their backups. They they played to win, yeah, which is always good to see in a team. And I think it inspired the starters to go in there <laughs> and kill it this week. I think they're gonna blow out Indy. I don't yeah. think Indy's as good of a team at all. <laughs> so the next game on the board. Is a really entertaining one um, at 8 o'clock on Saturday night. And you got the Saints at the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah, this is a great matchup too. Who are you saying in this one? I like the Saints. Um, I think the Saints are a better team. I know they had their problems on the road, and it's real. But Philly has their problems at home. Mm-hmm. So I'm good with uh, with Sean Payton on the road, especially in a, in a playoff environment. I'll take Sean Payton over Chip Kelly. Now, you got to look at Nick Foles. He's been pretty consistent all throughout the year. Hasn't been turning over the football. And LaShawn McCoy, too. Like, what a year he's had, man. But, man, I was going with New Orleans all the way. I just believe in Drew Brees to come in there and do his thing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You got to roll with Brees in this case, especially in the playoffs. And Philly hasn't been that strong home team either. So, I don't feel that they're really playoff tested, you know, I think the Saints, they know what it was like to lose to the Seattle Seahawks a few years ago when yeah. they were the favorites, so they don't go in taking anybody light. They really want to get back up in there. Yeah, I think so too, man. I think the expectations are there, and I think uh, I picked New Orleans to go to the Super Bowl, so yeah. <laughs> if I pick that, they better beat the in the wild card round. They better win. Um, Great game. The Sunday 1 o'clock game is uh, San Diego at Cincy, and... Uh, since he's favored by minus seven, um, the other ones are basically all pickums under a field under a field goal. So this is the only one with the big spread. Since he minus seven, who do you like? 
It's interesting because the last time I, I saw it, maybe a day ago, it was minus six. Mm -hmm. And that changes a lot of things, that extra point. It does. You know, San Diego, surprising year. Mm -hmm. But you know what? I think this is the year the Bengals won a playoff game. Mm -hmm. I think they're well poised. That In years past, they were just happy to be there. But they played this year knowing that they were leading that AFC North. And I think they're just well poised to uh, win a playoff game here. You know, Cincy has, is perfect against the spread at home. Hmm. I don't know how the hell I can go against that stat. Right. Like, they're great at home, and then they cover every spread. Yeah. And I think I think I saw a stat where no game has been within a touchdown. <laughs> you know, so I I, I got to go with Cincy too. So I don't know. We got to see on this last game. It's gonna be interesting. There's gonna be any discrepancy. I, I feel strongly about the last one too. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> so do I. And uh, I hope it's not the same way, but I think it's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah. I got to keep really going with San Fran. Yeah, I'm there too. I don't know what the fuck this week is for, man. We're picking all the same games. Yeah, usually, you know, I find there's like one upset usually. Yeah. You know, uh, I just like San Francisco at this point of the year. R yeah. really looks like they're emerging as one of the top teams. And Green Bay, I don't know. I just don't believe in them, man, especially their defense. No, not at all. <laughs> I don't believe in them at all, man. Chicago gave that game to Green Bay last week. Yeah. Too. You know what I mean? They had it in the bag. They had Julius Peppers, Aaron Rodgers. See that move right there? Yeah. And then the defense in the back end just collapsed. So it's uh, it's crazy how it happened, but they earned it. That was a crazy victory in Chicago. Yeah. Is I didn't expect them to do that. That was pretty impressive. Um, but in saying that, I don't think they even match up even close to San San Fran. Yeah. I think there's gonna be a, some defensive touchdowns by San Fran. Mm -hmm. Maybe even two of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Rodgers was looking rusty last week, too. Yeah. And that Bears defense just atrocious, man. Yeah, they're so. crap. There's nothing. There's, he's going to see something totally different this week that I don't think he's going to be prepared for. San Fran might kill him, just like uh, the last playoffs. That's the interesting part, is that they got killed before. And it's interesting that, like, we're not back in A-Rod, you know? Mm -hmm. You know, it's almost like he's lost a few steps just because he's been injured. Yeah. You know, a lot of people consider him the best quarterback in football. So when you have a great QB like that, anything's possible. It's true. Um, I'm trying to check what their head-to-head -head last few matchups have been. And it looks like San Francisco, for the most part, has just dominated. Ever since they had Kaepernick in there, it's been, what, two games? Yeah. And, yeah, it's high scoring, and they beat them. So it's uh, right now all we're talking about is uh, – is a two-and-a-half-point spread as San yeah, Fran's favorite. Yeah. So if you like them to win, just, just bet them on the spread, too. Now here's a question for you, man. What do you think about all these NFL teams struggling to sell their playoff tickets, though? Uh, you know what, man? I wouldn't go to a game at this point, either. I think people are getting a little bit more savvy and looking at other options. Like, mm. you can watch the game at home just as well. Have, a, have your own party. You don't got to deal with that stadium nonsense. It takes a long time to get into the stadium in the first place. Yep. Then it takes a long time to get to your seat. Then everything costs triple in the stadium. Mm -hmm. And then they cut you off from drinking, even though you're staying at a hotel right across the road. Yep. It doesn't make any difference. They just cut you off. So, I don't know. The, I think the experience is, is overhyped. Mm -hmm. I think the ticket prices are out of control. And people are just looking at it saying, I could go spend $300 per person right now. Mm -hmm. to go watch a game or we can have a party for the same amount as it costs for one person to go yeah 
it's it just not worth it. I think it's for become an elitist thing to go to football playoff games. I think they're charging way too much. Yeah, I completely agree. It's it's, it's not just the ticket; it's everything that goes along with it. Yeah, and uh, that time that it takes, especially to leave too. Yeah. It can take a few hours, so you're investing your whole day in it. Your whole day. But um, I think it's really something that the league has to be concerned with, that it's this many tickets, and it's at these locations. Places yeah. like Green Bay where, yeah, it's cold, but it's always been cold. Yeah. So I think that's a real sign that maybe they got to drop things back down. Yeah. So and that's it, what I'm looking for. It's starting to get real see. cocky, man. They're starting to get real cocky. And... Uh, I don't know. I think this this Super Bowl in New York just sounds like a disaster. I would never pay to go to that. Now they have buses that you got to take in. You can't drive to the game. Like there's all kinds of limitations. Oh yeah. yeah. How you can get in? Like it's is it, just not even the fact that it's cold. It's all these other things. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I'm not going to that game unless I had a helicopter. No. See, that's what I love about the Super Bowl being in New Orleans. Yeah. It's perfect, man. Yeah. You know, if things are a little bit busy and you don't want to wait in the line, like even if you had tickets, you might just go down to Bourbon Street, have yeah. a drink, and then walk in when it's not as busy. Yeah. Because it's just a couple blocks. You yeah. don't have to go get a cab. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's something to be said about that. And that's what a lot of people say they like about Super Bowl weeks are the cities that, you know, keep everything close. Yeah. And like we did even that. Indianapolis could do that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we did that the one year. You know what I mean? Yeah. We went to. Uh, he went to Detroit, Detroit to yeah. Pittsburgh, Seattle. And even though the old, uh, Detroit was a cold weather place, like it, the stadium's right downtown. Mm-hmm. So you could party right downtown. They got two casinos you can roll into. Yeah. The atmosphere is great. You don't have to go to the actual game to enjoy the weekend. Yep. So, well, that's football. Yeah. And then let's see who wins this and gets into that. But the NBA has been pretty uh, interesting this year, man. Oh, it's getting real interesting right now with my Raptors, man. Oh, they're uh, they're playing really well. I gotta say, I you know, just because they're local and because of the low brand of product they've been putting on the court and not caring about their fans, I've been shitting on them a lot. Mm-hmm. But the last few games I've seen them play, it's actually a really good, um, really good pick and roll offense that they've they've mm-hmm. got. They keep running it, running it, running it, <laughs> and. Uh, and their defense, uh, it looks like there's accountability on the team. Yeah, that's the thing. He's really instilled that defensive mentality. Yeah, so it's it's nice to see Terrence Ross's defensive is awful. I think that's one of the discrepancies in Valanchunas. He can be good at times, more on the rebounds than he is defensively. <laughs> defensively, I don't think he becomes that stopper. Amir Johnson's better there, but Valanchunas gets, he's young. He's what, 21? Yeah. If he gets exactly. better on defense and... Uh, and same with Terrence Ross, if he puts more defense is effort. I think if those guys get better, I think they could actually be a decent core. And Grievous Vasquez is, is nice off the bench. And that Patterson, yeah, I swear that guy doesn't miss, man. I yeah. don't know who he was. So it's interesting to see. Yeah, they're looking all right. And especially in this conference, you could say you could try to tank, but it's, it's pretty hard to tank with the, bad, the other bad teams out there, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, in the East, there's a lot of bad teams. It really is. Um, and surprisingly bad teams, right? So you think the uh, Brooklyn Nets are going to pull it together? No. <laughs> no. It's, uh, you know why? Because they actually picked up a bunch of players that just expired physically. Yeah. Paul Pierce, yeah. he's expired. Kevin Garnett is expired. Jason Terry is expired. 
Joe Johnson will show flashes, but he don't got it no more. He's taken a lot of years of being yeah. the only guy on his team. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Darren Williams, <laughs> he's not the guy to bring them all together and inspire. You know what I mean? He's worried about Darren uh, Williams. Yeah. I don't know. It's got to be something, man. And uh, J-Kid, man, <laughs> you've been a train wreck. Yeah, J-Kid is just <laughs> Bush League. It's... He's not the guy. I don't think he's not. (laughs) It's so funny, the dynamic on that team, because you can just see Jay Kidd means nothing to these guys on the court. Yeah. And it's a disaster. These guys are just playing one-on-one ball. Like, they are awful to watch, man. Their defense is god-awful, too. And I thought he would be able to command a little bit more respect, though, from the players, man, but... Nah, I think he's... Because he's got that way about him, I think. I don't think that he, he has that way that commands respect from players in that mm. sense, especially veterans. I, Maybe a bunch of young guys that believe I can see what crap. you mean. College. He should go yeah. coaching college first. Yeah. I don't think he's not the NBA right yeah, away. He don't seem really relatable. No. Like, uh, doesn't make for a good interview. <laughs> I don't think you take him seriously enough. Like, yeah. think about the guys that went right from playing into coaching. Start off as assistants or something yeah. like that. You know what I mean? And then go off head coaching. You have guys like Avery Johnson. Yeah. You got the Brian Shaws. You got the Doc Rivers. You know what I mean? They started out, and then they went off on their yeah. own and just started killing it. But it's just uh, Jay Kidd, just a year from retiring, staying on the same team, like not even a change of scenery. And it's, I feel that if Avery Johnson was still coaching that team, that they could be nice, man. Yeah. I like Avery. Yeah. You know, especially yeah. with some veterans around. Like, exactly. You know, he would motivate those guys. He'd be a prick. <laughs> oh, yeah. But that's fine. He'd have Kevin Garnett on his side. Yeah. He'd have Paul Pierce on his exactly. side. That's yeah. who need to be the leaders. Not Joe Johnson, yeah. man. Yeah. Paul Pierce needs to be the guy on that team. And the problem is, is Darren Williams. Yeah. And, yeah, man, there needs to be an Eddie Murphy, and there's just too many Arsenios. Oh, yeah. I think that's what it is. I like that. Um, I miss Avery Johnson League too, man. As a coach, I think yeah. uh, I don't know if he's gonna get another job, man. You know why? Because he's he's too old school. Mm. You know he can't understand that players <laughs> are soft nowadays, right? Yeah, I think he, that's one of the things that really frustrates him. Oh, I'm sure it does, and uh, like a lot of coaches, but yeah. he wears his heart on his sleeve. You guys don't want to talk to him on the plane. They're looking at their Twitters and yeah. fucking Instagrams, and you know what I mean. And Avery Johnson, what the hell is this shit? He's pissed. Yeah, he's like, that's what my son does, man. Yeah, like smarten up. Let's talk about ball. Let's yeah. look over your tape. These guys are on there showing the stupid outfits they're wearing. Yeah. I think Avery Johnson go nuts in this environment. Exactly. <laughs> um. I was just looking at these stats, man. The the leaders. Can you believe Stephen Curry is averaging nine point six assists a game? Wow, I didn't know that stat, man. Yeah, because um, he's lighting it up. He's lighting it up every uh, game, and um, big victory the other night. He's seventh, seventh in the league. He's averaging uh, twenty three point four points a game. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, not sure what he's uh, what his percentage is, but that's. That's pretty nuts, man. Well, he also takes more difficult shots, too. He takes a lot of so. difficult shots. A lot of difficult shots. I think he, what is that? 45. So it's not bad. Yeah. Not bad. That's kind of where, is, where he's been shooting. But he... 
taking, yeah, a lot more shots, playing a lot more minutes. You know, two years ago, he was shooting closer to 50% and the year before that. But I think he'll start to get closer to there Yeah. as the season goes along. It's it's interesting. What do you think about the the league? You got the Portland. Yeah. It's, it's great to see a team like Portland come on strong because it really just changes the way the NBA has been, you know, for the last forever. Yeah. You know that you see these teams rising because you know they got a high draft pick or whatnot. But they really came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and to see them playing so well gives hope to a franchise like a Toronto or, you know, other spots in the NBA that just consistently feel they're just mediocre teams. Yeah, that's true. Um, I think it's really interesting to see what's going on in the league in terms of people handling injuries. Mm-hmm. You see all these injuries happen, and Atlanta was rolling. They were number three, and they, I think they still are number three in the East. Yep. And they lost Horford for the for season. The season. Yeah. And it's like, man, they were right there playing great ball. Teague is playing out of his mind. And yep. you know why? Because they got the number one coaching prospect in the league because he came from the Greg Popovich tree. He was the mm. number one assistant in San Antonio right, yeah. during Greg Popovich's entire tenure. So he's been there just as long as Popovich. Yeah. He went over in ATL is, I saw them play against San Antonio, and it's the same offense. Hmm. And they run the same sets. Jeff Teague is doing everything like Tony Parker. Horford was doing everything like Tim Duncan. It was amazing to see what was happening. Yeah. And uh, it's just too bad. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah, it's tough to lose a cornerstone of your franchise for the year. Yeah. Especially when it looked like they could overachieve this year. You know, some other teams are really slipping in that east, like the Brooklyn Nets and the Chicago Bulls, too, man. Mm-hmm. No, it's too bad for, for Bulls fans, man. Derrick Rose goes out, and then for a long stretch, Luol Dang's out. It's like, my God, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never seen worse luck with the franchise lately with so much hope. Right. And it's crazy. But you know what I want to see, man? I want to see some trades. Yeah. It's been real quiet, man. Yeah, it has Real been. quiet. It has been. I want to see some blockbusters. That's that's what the NBA is great in, delivering things. And I want to I want to see if this uh, trade deadline, anything's going to pop off. You mm. think uh, anything unexpected is going to go down, man? I don't know. Um, you know, a lot of people are talking about the Pau Gasol leaving. Yeah. You got the Andrew Bynum situation going on. What the hell is going on there? Um I don't know. I think uh, I think there's going to be some big man traits. Mm. Everything has to do with big men right now. Zach Randolph. Zach Randolph is unhappy. Pau Gasol, Andrew Bynum, Omar Sheik. All big guys, man. Which is crazy that not more action is happening mm-hmm. because I think teams don't want to spend that much. And the teams that got yeah. big guys are like, there's not that many big guys in the league. So you better pony up. Mm-hmm. So what do you think? I think Randolph might go to Toronto. Yeah? For who? Amira Johnson. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know. I'm just coming up with some How old is Amir Johnson? I would like to see Zach Randolph. How old is Amir Johnson? I think he's pretty young. Uh, well, actually, he, he's been in the league a few years because he was with Detroit before, too. And how old is Randolph now? But he, he came in the league young, too. So, like, I think they're about maybe 29. Both of them? I want to say Amir Johnson is younger than, than Randolph, man. I don't know. I think we got to check here. Amir Johnson. 
26. Yeah, he's he's young too. He's man. 26. Yeah. He's 26, and uh, who are we checking? Zach Randolph. Yeah. He's 32. That's what I'm saying. I don't think Zach Randolph would be a good addition because he's old. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's uh, Amir Johnson. He's actually watching him, man. He's really efficient. Yeah. I can't believe we're talking this much about the Raptors, man. <laughs> I don't know what this podcast has come to. But my, one of my surprise teams is uh, OKC. <laughs> I can't believe how they've addressed their holes of James Harden. Yeah. And Jeremy Lamb, Reggie Jackson, coming in playing solid minutes, playing well. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's crazy. Ibaka has gotten so much better this year. Yeah. Ibaka shoots threes, and they look good every time. <laughs> it's crazy. And if you have Ibaka shooting threes to stretch the floor like that, yeah, it's hard to beat them, man. And when Westbrook's back, jeez, they're a scary team. Well, that's the key is when he's when is he gonna come back though? He's gotta make sure he's good. Yeah, I think he will be. I don't think it's too too related what's happening to him. I think he's gonna be okay. But they're playing well without him too. Mm-hmm. Um, Reggie Jackson's good, so Derek Fisher's still there. So that team pissed me off. But yeah, well, I'm the one thing I'm looking forward to in basketball right now too, man, is the All Star game. Mm. That's coming up pretty soon, too. In New Orleans, yep. Because um, some real stars have emerged this year, you know. Yep. And it could change up the starting lineups now. I think they will change. You know what? Stephen Curry really That's the one guy I'm there. thinking of right he now. He deserves to be Because now you're not going to see Kobe Bryant you know, yeah. starting the All-Star game. So no. that's, that's a big change. I think Steph Curry's got to be starting yeah. above Chris Paul. I'm not. This Chris Paul hype gotta, is going too far, man. Stephen Curry's better than him. Chris Paul oh, I think that'll enough. be the starting backcourt, though. Yeah. Yeah. Probably will be. Because now the kids and everybody's behind Steph now. Because yeah. he's doing video game crap out there. Yeah. It's sure. crazy what he's doing. And the... Uh, who's rookie of the year so far? I haven't really seen a lot of rookies really emerge, man. You'd have to tell me that. Oladipo's been consistent. Yeah, but he has really been a standout. Carter guy. Williams. Carter there. Williams, it seems yeah. like he started off the season well, but mm-hmm. uh, I haven't seen too much of him. He's kind of mellowed out a little bit, but he's there. Yeah. But there's not that many. Pretty quiet. Yeah, yeah, pretty quiet. Six men. I think everybody in the Spurs could be a six man. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Spurs. You just got to be happy that. that the Spurs are rolling. You know what I mean? They might yeah. have taken that loss to the Knicks, but. I'm actually worried about them. Go. I'm worried about them. Because, fine, fine, yeah, they whop every bad team to a point, except the Knicks recently. Mm-hmm. But against every good team, they've lost. And their defense looks like crap. Mm-hmm. So they really got to get, you got to get stops on defense, man. That's, you can see it when the difference between OKC and Indiana. Yeah. Like, they get stops when they need to get stops. Mm-hmm. And that's all the game is. You're not going to make every shot on offense, so you better be able to stop them at the right times. It's all about the run you put on in the fourth quarter. Third quarter, start of the third. All these crucial moments. Playing from behind is no good all the time. I think that's why coaching is really important in the NBA right now, too. And like you're saying, we're seeing it um, when the Brooklyn Nets are just slipping. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And even uh, little moves. 
you see moves being made, you know, to starting lineups and stuff, yeah. and you see how more efficient teams can be with different guys in the Look lineup. Look at the Celtics, too, man. They're really overachieving there, too. Yeah, yeah. That coach is uh, really trying over there. Yeah. You got that Canadian guy, that weird-looking guy. Exactly. In there, Olenek. Yeah. Yeah. He's funny. Kelly. Man. Yeah, it's an interesting league this year, man. It's gonna be uh, it's gonna be good going into All Star break and see where these teams go. It's kind of like you're either really good, really bad, or kind of trying. So it's it really depends weird. what division you're in, too, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So in some divisions they're pretty competitive, but in others, you know, the New York Knicks might still make a run. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. All right, man. Oh, yeah, until the next week of the playoffs. Yep, see what happens, man. We'll have to uh, double or nothing next week because this week we got all the same picks. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs>